This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the Drew Barrymore Show. Please welcome Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Ned Campbell. excited. I don't even want to pretend like we are who we are. I want to kick it old school and get in a time machine and go back 25 years and we're in Santa Rosa, California. I was 20 years old. Oh my gosh. Wow. Tell me one thing that like no one has ever known or seen or heard. Something that's like emblematic of that time, you know? I was thinking of this yesterday and, and I was remembering a dinner that we had at the wrap. Um, just after we'd wrapped, we went to this Italian restaurant in, in Santa Rosa and we all sat down around a table and everyone got up one by one and talked about how life-changing the experience was on the movie. And yes, there was like, we felt had a sense of lightning in a bottle on the film itself, but the experience for each of us was extremely meaningful. Um, so that dinner was kind of amazing. I remember some faint memory of us all, like group of us all hanging out by a tree. I it remember was, that too. Yeah. yeah, it was right at the end. Mm -hmm. It was like right under a tree. Was that with the bonfire? Because we did have I a think fire. So. We had yeah. A, yeah, we were outside and we had a bonfire. And I, I actually remember us talking, I can't remember who said it. I think maybe it was Matt might've said, do you think, like, do you think if this actually does well, that there could be a costume? And we were all like, nah, really? Do you think a costume? And now, I mean, every year, every Halloween, I open the door and there's a ghost face at some point. I remember them coming back. Like it must've been right toward the shooting, beginning of the shooting. And like, they had gone and found the mask. Mm -hmm. They said they found it in the back of this toy store. Weston, like any of the masks he was seeing, he said, do you have anything old in the back, like under something? And then they found the mask. No <laughs> way. I don't yeah, remember yeah. that. And I, I had like the party room. I had the crazy party room where I had like black light posters Ooh. and things on the wall, lava lamps that everyone would come and commune there. <laughs> when you <laughs> stay in Santa Rosa, you are, you, there's, you're destined just to hang out with each other. You can't just pop in and out. It was a real bonding experience for all of us. Yeah. And we all became really good friends. And um, I mean, right, it was just, and Wes just yeah. was so wonderful. And all the producers were great. We just, mm -hmm. we were a big family for sure. We yeah. became so close, Courtney. I remember at the poster shoot, I was like having a nervous breakdown because I was having a false sense of being pregnant. I kept asking you, how do you know if you're pregnant? 
Like, I'm freaking out. We're supposed to shoot this poster, but oh my God, like I just started dating somebody and I, I how do you know? I felt safe going to you. Like you were the mature, safe person in the room. I was the like, older one and I was the right person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I remember also being like, so excited as an actor to do a scary movie. And I don't think there had been a film like Scream where it was such high stakes and so terrifying and then like campy and humorous and a comedy at the next turn. Yeah. Also just to, you know, to kill off the iconic Drew Barrymore in the first segment of the film and it was 13 minutes or 14 it was so powerful yeah. that you knew they were going to take a chance like that that you just knew it was going to be so just this shocking to the audience okay so courtney you're playing monica on friends and then you get to come on this film what is it that you tell yourself or like talk to wes about where you're like i want this to be different and this is how well i think that i had to talk wes into letting me do this, I, I definitely had a thing where I needed to prove that I could be, you know, bitchy or, you know, she was just uh, kind of ruthless. But at the same time, it was, it was, the, we were kind of the comic, you know, I was over the top. So it was a different kind of comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I loved it. I, I loved all the, the, you know, each scream, I would try to come up with a different look for her that was just over the top gross or ugly or too much. Whether it was the this blonde. Oh, well, that was the worst. I don't want to, I, I forgot about it. There's nothing worse, but that was a big lesson in life because that will forever, forever be on film. And I, we only had one set, one set of bangs. And uh, I remember they were cut on the set. You're supposed to have like a thing that starts back here far back and that's where the part goes for the bangs. <laughs> for some reason, someone put it here and started cutting and I went, well, I don't have a choice now. I guess I what? remember that day, cause we were all like, no, they're good, really. <laughs> the highest voice you can get the pitch. It's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> and here we are, one of the most successful, iconic franchises in cinema history. Congratulations to you guys. You know, that mask is iconic. There's a new scream. Like, how exciting is that? You know, you know what's special is um, because of COVID, the the younger cast, the newer cast in this film had a very similar experience to ours. They were all forced into one hotel together. They obviously weren't spending time with anyone else outside of the film. So they were basically isolated together in the same way that we felt we were in Santa Rosa. And they had a very similar experience. They bonded, they had a blast. They're big fans of this franchise. So that was really cool to see how excited they were to be a part of these films. Um, so yeah, it's nice actors. to see that. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they're amazing, like really talented kids. So I gave them all a Bob Ross painting lesson because I'm a certified Bob Ross instructor. <laughs> so I bought them all kits, and we all sat around painting together. David, three week course in Florida. You can all become one. <laughs> what do you not do? Right. <laughs> um, okay, so are you guys? 
proud of this movie. How do you feel about the new directors who came in, you know, picking up something so legacy? Like, Nev, from your perspective, how do you feel about this reboot? Great, honestly. I think, um, you know, I'd been apprehensive about jumping into this uh, when I'd heard it was being made, just because I think we all were a bit nervous about making it without Wes, um, because he's so responsible for the mastery of these films and this franchise. Um, but the directors, Matt and Tyler, sent me a letter um, prior to my accepting the film, telling me that they actually were inspired to make um, Ready or Not, their other film, by the Scream movies, and they became directors because of Wes Craven. And that meant so much to me. Um, they said in the letter, we're going to honor his legacy. We, we, you know, we really believe in his work and this is going to be a genuine scream movie. It's going to be in that, that same vein and energy and at the same level. And we want to do right by it. I mean, it was such a beautiful letter and they did it. Honestly, they did it. The movie is great. Fans are not going to be disappointed. And I'm really glad that I signed on to this one. Courtney, what's it like from your perspective? Um, it was really emotional when I walked on the set and was felt like I was right back in Woodsboro, but you know, Wes wasn't there and it was just like, mm -hmm. oh God. I mean, it was there was a lot of tears all the time and, and just feeling him. But um, like Nev said, the directors are they were they were so kind and so every single thing they did was in honor of Wes. Yeah. And um Matt and Tyler are just incredible directors. So I I I enjoyed it and I just love the the feeling of bringing something back and knowing it's gonna be as good as the first and different, but still in the vein of, you know, the class that it had. I'm so glad. All right, we'll be right back after a quick commercial break with more from the cast of Scream. Hello? Sid, it's me. Dewey? <laughs> oh my God, how are you? Sid, it, it's happening again. Some idiot in a ghost face mask. Three attacks so far. But something about this one just feels different. Do you have a gun? I'm Sydney Prescott, of course I have a gun. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. We're back with the cast of Scream. All right, let's get to some super Scream fans for a little Drew and Day. clip um, that's actually related to this. Take a look. So, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Why? You want to ask me out on a date? Maybe. Do you have a boyfriend? Mm, no. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. What did you say? 
what's your question? <laughs> I don't know if you can see, but I made this shirt for you, Courtney. It says, gays love Gail Weathers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, like, that scene is so iconic, and this movie is so iconic. I was wondering, like, was there ever a moment that when you were filming that you just sat back and was like, wow, we really just created something so iconic that will stand the test of time? Um, I, I think there, there was no way to know that, that these films would, would have this kind of a, a life. Um, I think, as I said earlier, I think we had a sense of lightning in a bottle, but to know that they would last 25 years and that millions of people would be Uber fans and that, you know, we'd see our faces tattooed on people's legs, which has happened many times. <laughs> um, there, there's no way to comprehend that. Thank you, Corey and Sean, Thank so you. much. Thank you for wearing your Courtney Cox sweatshirt. Okay, let's take a quick look at another iconic scene that a fan has a question about. Sam Knight, what happened? Are you all right? She's not answering any questions, all right? Just leave us alone. No, no, Tatum, it's okay. She's just doing her job, right, Kim? Yes, that's right. So, how's the book? Well, it'll be out later this year. Oh, I'll look for it. I'll send you a copy. Oh! Oh, Hi guys, um, so my question is for uh, Nevin Courtney. Your characters seriously uh, kick butt and including each other at times, uh, but who would win in a fight between Gail, Sydney, and uh, Laurie Strode, AKA Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween? Oh. Uh, I think it would have to go down between you and Jamie because I'd be out. Somehow I'd be putting lipstick <laughs> on and, and something, somebody would just slash me. I think I gotta give it to Laurie. Really? Oh my, well, I mean, Jamie Lee, come on. She's, she's such she's incredible, incredible, yeah, incredible yeah. woman. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay, we're gonna take a look at our next clip related to our next question. There's a formula to it, a very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. I'm telling you, the dad's a red herring, it's Billy. How do we know you're not the killer? Huh? Huh? Hi, Billy. Um, this fan is on Zoom. Hi, what's your question? Do you think the character of Randy died too soon? For sure. Of, of course. course. We'd, we'd all love to have Randy back. Randy was funny. <laughs> do you mind taking off your mask, sir? I didn't get to shave yet. Looks <laughs> <laughs> good on you. Hi, you Jamie. Awesome, buddy. Hey, Jamie. Jamie, will you tell us one thing about your scream experience that nobody might know? Give us a fly on the wall memory. I was always the fifth wheel, the third wheel. Uh, after uh, the me and Nev and Matthew went to uh, the city together and uh, Champagne Supernova. Remember that, Nev? And uh, we were always listening to Oasis. Mm. And you guys had a budding thing. And um, 
Courtney and David, I don't know if you remember the table read, but after we shared a limo at the airport together, and uh, <laughs> let's just say you guys were, you know, had your own part of the limo, and I was over here. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, Drew, you asked for something no one knew. There you go. And here we are, 25 years later. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Okay, more with the cast of Scream, my fellow friends, right after the break. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah. You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. I tried running too. It doesn't work. It always follows. All due respect, that's your life, not mine. I'm not so sure about that. What do you want from me, lady? Hey, watch your tone, new girl. You know how they always say it goes back to the original? Here's the original. I want your help. Because you're wrong, this is your life now, which means that whoever this is is gonna keep coming for you. So? So I want you to help us kill him. You want me to help you and the host of a morning show commit murder? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> hey! If you can't beat him, join him! That's Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell in the new Scream, and we are here along with David Arquette! Before we go, it's the final five. All right. I'm going to ask each one of you quick rapid fire questions. David, worst habit during the movie? Drinking has been the worst habit. <laughs> I don't anymore, so thank goodness. Nev, what was your worst habit during the movie? Uh, we were staying in the Doubletree Hotel, and they had cookies on the pillowcase every day, and I ate those cookies every single day. Uh, Courtney, what was your worst <laughs> habit during the movie? I wonder if I smoked then. I probably did, yeah. Did I? Yeah. Uh, smoking cigarettes. David, what is the scariest thing about you? I beat myself up. You know, I'm just very critical of myself, and that's the toughest thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nev, what's the scariest thing about you? I'm Canadian. There's not a whole lot scary about us. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, honestly. Well, I think <laughs> gum passing. No, I think that I, uh, mine would be uh, my critical voice. Maybe yeah. not in the same way. Um, you know, dealing with as I get older and all the other things you do to criticize yourself as opposed to just accept and that would probably be the scariest and worst. David, have you ever seen a ghost in real life? I don't know, I feel the energy sometimes, but uh, I don't think I've seen a ghost in real life. Nev? There was a house that I owned, the very first house I owned that someone passed away in, and um, I was not the only person to have experiences in that house. 
Courtney, have you ever seen a ghost in real life? I haven't seen a ghost, but I did live in a house that um, was believed to be haunted. I entered the door one day and uh, there was a UPS guy or a you know FedEx person there. And, and they said, do you know that your house is haunted? And I go, well, I've heard that, but why? He goes, because there's someone standing behind you. <gasps> wow. Ooh, that's a good scary that's a good one. one. <laughs> that's a really good one. Okay, last question. How did this movie change you, David? We had, had a daughter out of it and, you know, she's the greatest thing in my life. And, and um, yeah, so that really is the most impactful thing that's ever happened to me in this business. Yeah. Nev, how did this movie change you? I mean, this movie gave me everything. It was a springboard, I think, for all of us. I mean, it really, its success really helped pave the way for all of us in our careers. And um, my life would be very, very different without Scream. Yeah, I hear you on that. Courtney, how did this movie change you? Well, besides the obvious, um, I will not go to the bathroom in a movie theater or just about like any sports. It doesn't matter. I always look underneath and prefer just not to go. I will not go into a parking lot by myself. And if I do, my heart is racing and I'm constantly looking. Okay, I'm so honored to be a part of this journey with you guys. And I congratulate you with all of my heart for 25 years. Also, everyone in our studio audience is going to go home with this 4K Ultra HD DVD because it's out for the very first time like this. Thank you to Paramount Home Entertainment. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Scream fans all over the world have had some incredible viewing parties. So I asked my culinary partner in crime, <clears throat> Chef Pilar Valdez, to come up with some really fun, spooky treats that everybody can make for their viewing party, especially now that you all have these awesome collector's items of these 4K DVDs of the original movie. So if you're at home and you're gonna have a Scream viewing party, Pilar! 
what you got. All right, so first up, it wouldn't be a scream viewing party without some Jiffy Pop. Oh, so I know. I've well, got some Jiffy Pop going over here, and I hope I don't burn oh, it. Oh, look, it's starting to go. It's starting to pop, so I'm gonna just like park it and move it back. God, that's but so satisfying. While that's popping on the side ish, we're gonna do a little bit of a beverage. I've got a beet and ginger beer. Ooh. Uh, it's a mocktail, so it's completely non-alcoholic. And then we have little ghost face cups over here, which I is just this. basically a black cup. And then you can take a little bit of a white marker or whiteout and draw your favorite ghost face over there. <laughs> little cocktail. Little mocktail. That is a very unique Pilar. It does taste like a cocktail. It's very fancy, very earthy. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is beet juice, but then we use a little ginger beer, which is non-alcoholic, and then a little lemon and honey. And you top it off with tonic water and it feels, it has that vibe of a cocktail I was without say, being alcoholic. And this tastes like a really great cocktail. Yep. It's well a really, done. really good base. Shall mm, we move on? Yeah. All right. I so love this. In honor of your guts on the show, we made. You mean because I end up hanging from a tree with unfortunately all my guts with out. her guts spilling out? So this is a cross between a pull apart bread, a Sharon Tear bread, and a pizza, and we basically <gasps> stuffed it with Parmesan and no. mozzarella and pepperoni. Oh my God! And all that's in there. All that's in there. There's a knife, but I feel like we can also just like, like go at tear it. at it. And then we serve it with a little bit of a like a tomato sauce on the side that you can sort of dip and swipe as you go. I think I pulled me. the large intestine. I, I'm going for the small intestine over here. So I recipe tested this. <laughs> oh my God. I have to say, mm. this is amazing. It I like a mouthful. But it doesn't taste like a pizza. It mm -hmm. tastes like, it's so unique. <clears throat> it's super satisfying, real crowd pleaser. And you can really shape it into anything, but I think the guts is really a nice touch. I love that, and then you've got the bloody sauce. Mm -hmm. I'm so in, carry on. I'm All in. right, moving on, we've got a little bit of a sweet. We're gonna go that way. And we have these beautiful vanilla lemon cupcakes with a little bit of a candy knife. I think some of them have access and some of them have knives. And then Drew, I'm gonna have you cut into it. Actually, we, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you know. you're wielding that knife. Um, we have a little bit of a surprise in the middle. So if you cut all the way down, it's stuffed with a little cherry pie filling. So it's an oozy, Bloody cupcake. Um, this is delicious. I'm really into the bloody inside. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. It's cherry pie filling. Cherry pie! Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's so, so good. So it's, it's like a play on a vanilla cherry soda, basically. I it's absolutely love though. it. To finish off, you ready, Drew? Yes. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right. So the last thing. All right, so we took some popcorn. And here we have a little bit of uh, bloody butter for our popcorn. Wait a minute, how do you make bloody butter? It's melted butter, a little cayenne, a little red coloring, and a little salt. And if I had a bowl, I would mix that for you properly. But you're gonna paste, uh, pour it over, et voila. That's beautiful, Pilar. Mm -hmm. 
well. I like it with a little bit of the cayenne. Yeah, it has a little, a little, bit of heat. little tiny bit of heat mm -hmm. on there. And like mm -hmm. at the very end. Just at the end. Yeah, very subtle. A little subtle. surprising, like. My fifth Not that one. Very subtle over here. <laughs> I'm so grateful to all the ghost face in our audience and everyone here for being Scream fans and supporting this endeavor and the release of this new film that's gonna make people so happy and come together and like celebrate life in the, you know, in a horror movie kind of way. <laughs> Cheers. And for all of those movies that you can binge in anticipation of the release, Go to our website at thedrewbarrymoreshow.com to get all of Pilar's crazy, amazing recipes. Okay, we'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good news scarf, keeping that little draft of bad news <laughs> off your neck. We won't have that here. There it is. And with me at the desk is my intrepid co-pilot, Rossi Ross Matthews. Hi, everybody. Well, first up in the news, we've all been celebrating the life of the American comedy legend Betty White. Oh. Yes. And now the Miami Herald reports that a new campaign is spreading in her honor. It's called the Betty White Challenge. And on January 17th, which would be her 100th birthday, fans are donating $5 to an animal charity of their choice in Betty's name oh. or going and actually adopting an animal. Yeah. And Betty always said that if she wasn't in show business, She'd be a zookeeper. Um, I have to say, when I think of Betty White, she is synonymous with pet rescue. Mm -hmm. And so I was watching, you know, all these things. I loved watching this one thing where they just said, you know, why do you think that you resonate with people so much? And she's like, you know, I can't see myself that way, which is so humble and what we love about her. She said, but I will say, that I just think that kindness is everything. Mm. And I think if we could honor that kindness by supporting the things she loved and believed in and cared about the most, um, you know, rescuing animals and taking care of our four-legged friends. And what if you adopt one and name it Betty? There's gonna be like a million little kitties and puppies named Betty just running around and she would love that. Love I that. currently have, um, mm -hmm. do the math, five rescues at home. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna donate $5. <laughs> I love it. And I'm not letting my children know about this challenge at all. <laughs> well, you know, Betty did so much good and, and people recently shared some of Betty's secret to a long life. We should all 
aim to live like she did. And at the top of her list, she says, accentuate the positive. That was important to her. Focus on what is positive. And I love this one too. Enjoy your junk food. Yeah, Betty loved red wines, potato chips, hot dogs, and vodka. Sandra Bullock said, in honor of Betty White, I'm gonna have a hot dog and a vodka tonight. Mm-hmm. And, well, she also loved, according to people, she also loved red vines and potato chips. And really? we have them right here. Yeah, we gotta live like Betty White a little bit. I right? don't know if this is weird, but whenever I would get red vines at the movie theater, I love to whip people with them. Feel it. It, <laughs> it kinda hurts, right? It kinda does Ouch. hurt, stop it. I know, Ow. It hurts more than I thought it it's would. It's fun to go to the movie theater though and surprise your uh, friend with pain. Just a little whip. <laughs> you are so twisted, you know that. <laughs> I know. You know what I love what? about Betty White? Betty White walked through this earth for nearly 100 years and told us all to be good people, but to enjoy ourselves and laugh. And I think the tone of her life is as perfect of a life that I've ever seen as long as I've been alive. Yeah. And I'm just grateful to Betty White because we're all better for her having been on this planet. Absolutely, that's a legacy. That is a legacy. Betty White is a tone and a life all of her own. Yeah. I know, I'll never forget her. I, you know, I got to meet her a few times and she was so wonderful. I got to work with her and she was just so kind and giving when like, she's Betty White and I was like, hi Betty White, you know. Do you have any Betty White stories? Well, she was just, she would come on The Tonight Show a lot. And remember I worked on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno back Are in the day. Are you kidding? Yeah, you know. Hello, Ross the intern. Yes, and she, um, she would come on and we would shoot these scenes together. And you know, we did like 900 things in a day. So we would show up and be like, what are we doing now? And she was right there, knew her lines, knew her mark. She was like the total pro always. And she was like 85 at the time. And I mean, I remember thinking like, uh, that's how you do it. That is how you do it. I don't think there's anybody like her. No, and if you can do it with red vines, potato chips, vodka and a hot dog, you're living your best life. I know, I love that she loved junk food too. I know, you, we eat just a little bit of junk food around here, I don't know if you noticed. True. Uh, well, next we have a spicy little rumor that's heating up online. Okay, anyone here miss Kim Cattrall on the new Sex and the City and just like that? Any of you missing her? Yeah, it's weird without her, for sure. Well, if you're missing Samantha Jones in Style Report, she may be back in a crossover event on the next season of Emily in Paris. Let me explain, here are the connections. Emily in Paris was created by Darren Starr, who also created Sex and the City. Oh, that's right, I didn't even put that together. Yes, and the fabulous costumes are done by legendary Patricia Field, who also did the costumes on Sex and the City for all those years. That's right. And both Emily and Samantha work in PR and happen to be living in Europe right now, so connect the dots, do the math, carry the one, crossover, it could happen. <laughs> do you think that all of a sudden Samantha could be in Paris? <laughs> So, I have a theory that I think at the end of, and just like that, Kim Cattrall as Samantha Jones is gonna make one appearance. All right, because if you're watching, you see they keep texting, Carrie keeps texting Samantha, and yeah. wouldn't it be the biggest pop culture moment of all time if all of a sudden, last episode of the season, boom, Samantha's back? I think that would be, in the words of Paris Hilton, hot. That would be 
cute. Yeah, that would yeah. be, it kind of it wants that too. It needs to happen. All right, well, <laughs> finally, I don't remember the first pizza I ever had, but I'm pretty sure it was love at first bite. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's carbs, cheese, and tomato. Why wouldn't it be? But this little baby is going viral on TikTok. Newsweek reports a mom named Steph Kimball posted this video of her daughter Sally taking her first bite of pizza. You cannot even handle. Look oh at how cute this is. Look, look at, at her. Put your chin up. Mm, no, mm -hmm. Okay, now eat pizza like Samantha Jones. <laughs> I can't do that on television. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh. this pizza's really doing something. <laughs> I haven't had a hot slice like this. At, no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I don't know if it's the pizza or the Samantha, but. I'm happy. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs>
crush on Kim Basinger. It was like, I wanted to comb her hair. That was not the cast member at all. I thought you were gonna be crushing on Rossi. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm very layered. I'm like an onion, just peel me. But I really wanted to just, I wanted to play with her hair and French braid it and then, you know, go out to drink. Vicky Vale, Vicky was Vail. that her name? Yes. Vicky Vale, uh-huh. Um, gosh, uh, there's some really great Batmans. I was in a Batman. Yeah. I was. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah, what I were you in? Batman Forever, which was Val Kilmer. Okay. And I played play? Sugar to Debbie Mazar's Spice. And we started off as Tommy Lee Jones' Bad Girls, but then we switched teams. And she stays with Tommy Lee Jones and I go off with Jim Carrey. Do you know that I think you're the coolest person I've ever met? <laughs> you can just sort of like drop in like, oh yeah, I was in a Batman movie, remember that? I was just hanging out wearing really? uh, lingerie. My costume was lingerie. Really? Yeah. Do you still have it? No. <laughs> no. I see lingerie now and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> White granny panties for the win. Granny <laughs> 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 panties. That'll come in handy on the Golden Girls. <laughs> okay, well, guess what? Hmm. Our next story is we have got the latest winter fashion trend on social media. You're not going to believe this. It's the balaclava. Hmm. That's right. Remember what used to terrify us if we saw it? Like, kind of like the scream mask? Yeah, the balaclava that it? was like... It's the, it's like a skier's mask. Oh, like a ski, like a, like a... Burglar's uh -huh, mask. Oh, yeah, okay, those freak me out. I can't believe this is trending because I just ordered one on Amazon a week ago. For real? Yes, so it turns out the Zoe report says it's popping up everywhere from high fashion runways to DIY versions on TikTok and the balaclava is actually named after a port town in Ukraine. And when the British and Irish troops fought there in 1852, their wives knit them full face masks to deal with the freezing temperatures. And, and we actually have some here, Ross. Yeah, I brought, true? we got you some. Look how cute that is for you, flower beauty. Uh, this is different than the balaclava I'm picturing. Oh, this is like a, a hoodie. Oh my God, this is the cutest thing I've... <laughs> I like, can I try this one? Hold on, I wanna get in this. That's really cute on you. I mean, you. this just looks like something that came out of my closet. Are you kidding? Oh, This no! is you through and through. I look like Grey Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Truth News, Edie Beal edition. Let me try that one on. Did you this one? I, I ordered one that like fully covers my face. This one, look, this looks like Roseanne's couch. Right, though, right? it totally does. See, I, I want, I want this. Yeah, this is what you're looking for, right? If there's one thing society has allowed us to do, it's like cover up and be more mysterious. Can I? <laughs> they should make a hybrid mask. One of these. Yeah, yeah. This, this is not doing anything for me right now. Not, and I will <laughs> echo you. That's not doing anything for you right now. <laughs> oh my God, I do look like Edie Beal again. Do. Well, in that case, I should say, we'll be right back. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. 
just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back. Before we say goodbye, we love to play a quick round of Truth or Dare. Today, we actually have two huge Scream fans here. It's Jenna and Destiny. Now, in Truth or Dare, usually I'll say or do anything Anything. because I'm game. Mm -hmm. Um, But actually, I'm going to hand this one over to you today. Take it away. Thank you. I wrote a little something because I... uh, I write a lot, I write a lot of poetry, but I knew today I needed a little help. (laughs) Destiny. Oh God. (laughs) Our story is one of growth, communication, unwavering support, and love. We might not have started because of Scream, but our journey and our love has flourished through all of the adventures and the amazing people that we've met along the way. We are here because of all of those people and you, um, and, and just everybody that lifted us up. Now, I know you were bummed um, because you didn't have a family heirloom to pass down between you and your brothers from your grandma when she passed, um, but your mom had that taken care of behind the scenes. It is an honor to have this opportunity and an even bigger one to ask you this with the ring that belonged to your favorite person, your grandma. I am so lucky. And we are so lucky. So Destiny Justine. Oh, God. Will you marry me? Of course, yeah. Oh, my God. is that you choose each other, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that's the hope for all of us, you know? That we might get to choose somebody or that somebody chooses us to choose to love, to be brave enough to love, to we show that love. Thank you for doing it here with us Thank today. It's such an honor. No, it's an honor. Here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I love love! When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. 
But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg.